Ready Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Apparently somewhere out there is a headline writing school. Because I see the same kind of headlines all the time. I've never gone to the headline writing school, apparently, but somebody has. Because And, and these headlines are particularly true in financial publications. I find them a lot in like Money Magazine or, uh, in this case, Kiplinger. And the headline is, see if you've seen these headlines, this one, Eight Investing Lessons Learned in 2020. And then the subtitle is, This Crazy Year Has Changed Everything, But It's Also Highlighted Some Classic Investing Lessons in New Ways. Well, one, this crazy year has been crazy, but when it comes to investing, it hasn't changed anything. And the headline probably should have read, eight things that have worked for a long time, but you're probably not doing them. And they're great things. These are eight great things. But apparently, it's better if they tell you it's a new thing than it's the same old thing over again. But that's the reality about real investing is it is the same old thing over and over again. For example, number one on this list from Kiplinger, emotional decisions derail your finances. Yes, they do and they have proven to do so, which is one of the reasons why we, based on decades of experience, believe it's really hard for most people to manage their own investment portfolio because when something happens like COVID and the market starts plunging and we think the economy is going to collapse, which, hey, it could, who knows? We panic and we sell and then we forget to get back in. And a lot of people did just that this year. And they did it before. Did it in 2008, did it in 2001, did it in, 1990, in 1987. You know, it's a thing we do. We panic. Number two, we've had this argument with people on the show all the time. Why should I be in bonds, Don? They're not making anything, darn it. They're not any good. What are they good for? Nothing. Say it again. Ah, uh, the importance of bonds is number two. They say even in this low interest rate environment, they still serve a purpose. What might that purpose be? Oh, yeah. Eliminating or reducing. Not eliminating reducing volatility. It's nothing new. It's worked for a long time, and it does it at a very low cost compared to hedging and alternatives. Number three, diversification is essential. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Diversification is essential. But they don't even go far enough. They just, they're, they're doing, they, Kiplinger talks about diversifying between large cap stocks and investment grade bonds. No, sorry, Bob, that is not nearly enough. You need those large cap stocks and you need those small cap stocks and you need some of those value stocks and you need some of those international stocks and you need some of those emerging market stocks. That's why you need a total stock market fund, a total global stock market fund, along with a good bond fund to reduce volatility. You don't pick specific markets. The fourth one is markets are unpredictable in the short term. Um, yeah. 
You know, they're even unpredictable long-term because we don't know what they're going to do. So to imply they're even predictable in the, in the long run is inaccurate because the future is totally unpredictable, period. Now, we have a track record on the long term, which has been pretty good. Selectively doing nothing may be a prudent strategy. John Bogle used to tell a bad joke, and the punchline was, don't just do something, sit there. Most of the time with investments, it's better to do nothing than to do something, particularly if you have built a good plan. If you have a plan, you don't need to do anything except rebalance once in a while or change based on your life, your circumstances, your needs, your wants, your fears. Bad times present great opportunities. Mm, this is This is a true statement albeit one I'm going to take exception with because the problem with bad times is for most of us, they feel too bad. We, we, we can't act because it just feels too bad to do anything. We just want to wait until things start to feel better. Well, the problem is by the time they start to feel better, whatever you're chasing has already gone up because the market doesn't react to what is happening. It, reacts to what it expects to be happening in the future. Number seven is picking the perfect time to invest is an imperfect strategy. It's not a strategy at all. It is foolhardy. You cannot pick the right time to invest. So why bother? Just do it. And this last one is a really weak ending. So now it's going to be a weak ending for me too. As bad as things are, they can always get worse. Oh, thanks. Thanks for making me feel better about a truly awful time in, in our lives. Yeah, I guess it can get worse. I'd like to think that it generally gets better. That's the optimist in me. But yeah, you're, they're right. Nothing, nothing is, is assured. It's like the, uh, the the whole issue with international stocks. Over the past 10 years, international stocks haven't done well. More than 10 years. They haven't done as well as U.S. stocks. But in the previous decade, they did better than U.S. stocks. Small company stocks haven't done well over the past 10-plus years. Small company and value. However, in just the month of November... Small cap value stocks rose about 20% in one month. Now, if you want to annualize that out, which you would be foolish to do, that would be a 240% annual return, which isn't going to happen. But what you see is from that, that things happen when you least expect them to happen. So I guess the better number eight is things happen when you least expect them to happen. Could be good things, could be bad things. That's why you just want to be there in the right allocation for your situation. You have a question? Tom and I will try to answer it. All you have to do is call us at 855-935-TALK or type in your question at talkingrealmoney.com. Talkingrealmoney.com. And it's just as 
easy as it can be. You can even, actually, you can record your question at TalkingRealMoney.com. You voice it, and then um, we'll talk about it here on one of the podcasts, kind of like this one. Hi, Don. This is Lynn, and I would like to know, first of all, thank you for being there for all of us always. I've watched you since the 80s, and I just love everything you're all about. Thank you so much. With a potential change in the political administration and the potential of future capital gains tax increases, would it be in my best interest to rebalance uh, now and exchange nearly half a million dollars worth of VTSAX, which is the total stock market index fund, to VBTLX, the total bond index fund, exchanging stocks into bonds. And once it is moved to the Roth, and when the share prices are less, can I rebalance again and change it back to the VTSAX within the Roth? Thank you very much for answering that. Yes, you can do it. Why would you want to do it? Um, I, I, it's in a Roth, so it's not going to matter. Even if capital gains taxes go up, which, by the way, is not a done deal. It's not a done deal. There will likely be tax increases for people who have very high income. And some of that may be capital gains, but we don't know. You don't ever want to bet on the future of taxes. That's just foolish because governments change. Nothing is for sure. Who knows what the future is going to bring? Don't don't bet or try to bet on the future. But in a Roth, anything that comes in or out is non-taxed. So it's just not going to make any difference. But if this wasn't in a Roth, I wouldn't advise you to do it anyway. I, I just leave it the heck alone. Don't try to play this game of predicting the future. It is a fool's game. I have tried throughout my adult life to not do it. And uh, I think greater success has come from not doing it. Sure, I may feel like I've missed out on something once in a while, but you know, we think so many things are going to happen that when one of those things that we think is going to happen happens, we think we're prescient and we're not. Thanks for the call. Thanks so much for listening for so darn long. And uh, again, you can send your questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com or you can call 855-935-TALK and leave your question on the fancy pants computer machine and it gets sent to me and then we hook it into the show like this. Hey, you guys. Love the show. All the great information. Uh, very pertinent and timely, as always. A couple of questions. What's your thoughts on T. Rowe Price Group? But more importantly, possibly, in the process of rebalancing, how or can you avoid capital gains tax when you sell one fund to move, switch that fund into another fund, another category or whatever, in the process of rebalancing, reallocating? Uh, anything you can uh, elaborate on in that process would be greatly appreciated. Any rate, you guys have a great day. Appreciate your show and your info. Have a good day. T. Rowe Price. T. Rowe Price. 
as an actively managed mutual fund group, they're one of the better ones. But we don't believe in active management because there is no evidence that actively managed mutual funds have or should outperform a dull, boring index. And a dull, boring index costs a fraction, and I do mean a tiny fraction, of what you'll pay for a T. Rowe Price actively managed fund. It's going to be, gee, probably 90% less in fees. And that has to translate into all other things being equal into more money in your pocket. So go with Vanguard, go with Fidelity, go with Schwab. We've got some great funds at TalkingRealMoney.com. You just click on the older woman, older, she's got white hair, with the earbuds in. There you'll find them. That's the Explore the Show section of TalkingRealMoney.com. As for rebalancing, this is one of the eternal questions. Yeah, there is something you might be able to do, but I don't think you can count on it. It really depends on your portfolio at the time. If in your portfolio you have something, that is down in value at the same time you're selling something that is up in value for rebalancing, what you could do is find, sell that at a loss to offset some of that gain and then find immediately another place to park that, that loser, the money, immediately in a similar but not identical fund. Similar but not identical. If it's the exact same portfolio, and you need to check. You need to go into Morningstar somewhere and look. If it's the exact same portfolio, like you go from one S&P 500 fund to another, that would be identical. And that would invoke the wash sale rule, which would disallow the loss. But that's not something a lot of people are going to be able to do a lot of the time. Sometimes maybe you can take a tax loss and uh, offset some of that gain and then 30 days get back in the original fund. 31 days later, I should say, get back in the original fund. Thanks for the call. Thanks for the listening. Thanks for the kind words. Thanks for everything. Thank you all for all those things. And call us at 855-935-TALK 24-7. We try to do a podcast about six days a week. And uh, we also do a live show on Saturdays. So that becomes a podcast. So do that if you have a more complicated issue. Something that would require a little more time. You've got a really hodgepodgey portfolio. You're trying to build a better plan. You're looking for a, a second opinion. You, you want us to look over your whole mess. Uh, we can do that at our firm Vestory, which is a fee-only investment advisory firm, a fiduciary firm. Our advisors are committed to helping everyone, whether or not they ever become a client. And it's at no cost. There's no obligation. And there's no high-pressure sales. You're not going to be annoyed by us at all. You'll be informed by us, but not annoyed. And and I'm telling you, that promise, that's something we've been doing for years, and no one's ever called the show and said, your, your people tried to sell us something. We don't do that. Well, we don't even sell things. There's no commissions with us. So uh, go to vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, and set up an appointment. You might want to do it before the end of 2020 so that you can get 2021 in shape. Also take care of some of that year-end tax stuff. So take advantage of this. Take advantage of us. It's free. They may be really busy, so you, know, you may not get as much time, but we're available to you. So go to vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Do it while you can because the year's ending soon. Thanks for listening. 
share the word tell a friend we really love new listeners we do uh subscribe to the podcast use the subscribe button on your service uh, if you love us let people know please we really appreciate that that's all we ask thanks for listening i'm don mcdonald talking real money that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.